Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. This is Alan Bishop, head alchemist at Spirits of French Lick. Be on the lookout for a brand new bottled and bond Solomon Scott rye whiskey. Made from a mash composed of 65% rye, 35% corn, and 5% victory malt. This five-year-old, 100-proof rye whiskey is a throwback to early 1800s-style rye whiskeys in the Ohio Valley. Named after the legendary Daisy Spring Mill distillery owner, turned moonshiner Solomon Scott of Paoli, Indiana. Remember, drink responsibly and never drink and drive. theme song from the old Americana band from Luca Mariana Distillery. Uh, yeah. And today we'd like to welcome Seth Benheim from uh, Broken Barrel Whiskey. And yes. we have Roxy and Super Nash and Tiny and Whiskey. Alright, we are full, we're right from the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, still yes. here, having fun uh, the third day. Uh, we're, we're us and uh, the, I think they might be down. The yeah, they're taking it down. Well, yeah, actually the fourth day. So we've been here all couple days. Yesterday we were trying to get Seth on um, for at least like uh, Chris was working on it. And he was working on it for a long time. But yeah. I'm glad you guys were lined up here. across the field it's yesterday, weren't you? Yeah. So Seth, let's just get right into it. It's like. Give us how you got to Kentucky Bourbon Festival this year. I'm not sure. Yeah, we uh, well, we were here last year, and we had a great time. This year, they said we could sell bottles, so we ended up coming back with a few more people, and we're doing that, and it's been a blast. Well, I think actually we met last year. Yes, I think that's where that's where I first met you at Kentucky Bourbon Festival. And then last I th- year. I think we saw each other briefly at the other event this summer, the barbecue one. So the, um, yeah, down I, at, I, I uh, talked to Logstill. Um, yeah, I was talking to your the other guy that was Mike. Mike's not yeah. here. Yeah. That's we have three mics now. A lot of mics. <laughs> we need nicknames like y'all. It's like uh, so if tiny, a, and no. you guys got to give us some nicknames so we oh, can. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but they, you you need to look for. Uh, I was we were talking to. Uh, uh, Francesco Viola and they're they're setting up shop in Danville and you said you were coming down to look at some, whatever 
So yeah. you got to find if there's a Mikesville, Kentucky. Because <laughs> all their people that all their employees are named Dan. It's un- oh, yeah. even the, even Ryan. It's Ryan Dan. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about that. They had three or four Dans with them yeah. now and their yeah, family. So there you go. A lot of Chris's and a lot of Mikes uh, with us that we work with. Those those two names seem to be really popular. Hey, Chris, did you hear that? Yeah, very popular. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, but your product is, what would you say, unique? Uh, yeah, very, very on, different. On, on so many levels, you're still dealing with the wood aspect of it. But yes. I think it's a, a great concept. And uh, actually, uh, over the over the, the summer, heard you guys before, I think it was, the, it was after Bourbon Festival last year, you were on... Um, the Bourbon Road, and they, you guys, yeah. you guys were up touring. I think it was. Were you with them, or was it well, like? Yeah, I get out here and work the market too. So you know, Monday, Tuesday, you asked how we got here. Well, I came in Monday and ended up working in Louisville. Well, one of our mics was out in Owensboro. Our vice president was out in Lexington and, and Frankfurt. So we've been kind of covering the state, trying to get as much distribution of Broken Barrel as possible. So yeah, it's been a. Uh, it's been a lot of work, and that's that's what took me out to go see the Bourbon Road, actually, um, and yeah. hang out with Mike and Jim. So yeah, and that, okay. they were just talking about it, and it, I, that's where I got a really good. Last year I got a, but they you got into detail. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. So on that, and it's just what you were doing. So going, you know, get go through the whole process yeah. of how it happened and uh, and then also the stress aspect of relieving stress how you guys do yeah this so we have uh, we have a different approach to bourbon whiskey uh, than other Kentucky based you know bourbons or even you know bourbons from out of state uh, we take oak from used barrels um, whether it's a used bourbon barrel a used wine barrel a scotch barrel a mezcal barrel you name it, I've probably got my hands on it and smashed it with a sledgehammer. That's what we do. We take sledgehammers and uh, we make a, a bit of a spectacle out of it, especially for the gram. Uh, we love to smash up uh, barrels. And, you know, I've, I've had three guys smash one barrel. I've tried to smash two barrels with two hammers before, one in each hand. Left hand, not so good at it. But, you know, we just, we, we have absolutely the most fun, probably, of any whiskey company when it comes to our process. And the reason we have that process is we put a lot of information on our labels of our bottles from our, you know, our lowest uh, proof, which is our, our wine finish, all the way up to our cash strength and even our limited editions. They all say where the whiskey's from. We tell you the source. It's, it's from Owensboro. It's from Green River Distilling. We've been working with them since before they were called Green River, um, even though they were originally Green River. Now they're back to being Green River. Um, and then we, yeah, we, we take uh, all that information, put it on the label, along with the mash bill of every whiskey and what we call the oak bill. So when we're putting those different barrel uh, staves, full, whole, long staves uh, from different barrels in combination and letting it further age and finish uh, our whiskey, we call that the oak bill. We also put that on the label so people can kind of turn the bottle and say, hey, this one's got 40% French oak, 40% used uh, bourbon barrels, 20% sherry cask. So that's something that we're doing. If you guys are scotch drinkers, you would appreciate, and then as am I, that sherry's awesome. We all love sherry, and sherry makes scotch super delicious. Uh, And so I'm a big fan of that, and we wanted to bring that to bourbon and rye from Kentucky. So. So. Smash it. Yeah, well, yeah, age, well. Brings a whole new meaning to to, barrel bash. Yeah, so the, uh, 
step by step would be distilling it, uh, air, aging it um, for at least two years so we can call them all straight bourbon, straight rye, straight American whiskey. We've done straight wheat whiskey. We don't call it straight, but we do have a almost four years single malt we did. So we've done a little bit of everything, but all of them start like normal whiskey. Then we batch and blend different barrels of different years from the same distillery, uh, put them all together into a tank or on a smaller level of tote or even a single barrel and a drum, toss the staves into the whiskey that's been kind of blended, and then let that rest for a little bit longer. All right, so you're tossing it into the tank or the drum, yeah. not back in... Now, have you done it where you put it back in the barrel with staves, you know? Or no, we don't open yet? the barrels up and then re... Like, we don't know any coopers, so we're not reconstructing any barrels. You, just, you know, a lot of people, even like on podcasts, I hear people, if you record YouTube videos, of talking about the brand. And this is a detail that I think a lot of people either don't understand or just didn't pay close enough attention and get it wrong. We aren't using a barrel that has a bunch of different staves from different barrels and reconstructing. We aren't um, doing it. Maker's Mark uses new staves right, like right. from and ISC yeah. or something like that. They'll use new staves and they'll lower that into the barrel. So a lot of people may be familiar with that concept. Yeah. But this is different. Again, used barrels, different than new staves. Um, we don't have some scientific toast magic we're doing. We're just trying to find really good partners that can supply really good barrels and Smashing work with them. them. So then, then really nice, beautiful barrels that we can break to shit and <laughs> smash them up and <laughs> destroy them yeah. uh, virtually. Yes, yeah, so we get like people like, hey, you know, we got some barrels that they're, they're not, they're kind of like not the best condition or shape, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. If, especially if it's a used bourbon barrel, for example. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, that's all right, you know. We'll take that. That's all right. So this one's got cracks in the side. Perfect. Oh, it's pre broken. And I mean, that's kind of a cool thing of that that you're doing. So, like you said, um, they're doing perfect toast uh, at at uh, Maker's Mark and brand new staves, dropping them back yeah. in. But you're basically smashing shit out of them. It's all mixing together and it's all going right in. Yeah. And you, get, you get different things, but by smashing it and, and promoting that, I really think then that carries on to what you're doing for the whiskey you know what i mean it's yeah. not a perfected thing that you're like you know trying to put you know the, and go reopen a barrel or drop it in you're basically smashing it and putting it in and yeah it's kind of like and then you put that on the on you know you put the, your logo out there yeah, i mean we, it's it's cool i was just wondering uh we know that as a whole barrel when you had put the spirit in there that it needs temperature change to force that spirit into the staves and back, you know, yeah. and back out. But now, as you break the staves up into pieces and yeah. float it in those tanks, now are those tanks uh, are they subjected to temperature change? Oh, there are definitely swings. I mean, go into okay. uh, go into a uh, bottling facility in the dead of summer at four o'clock and tell me it's okay. Not All right, out. that's what I was wondering. Oh, I no. didn't know if those no, yeah yeah I didn't know if those tanks were sitting in a temperature controlled no, area. Okay, no. but so they are, are still getting their temperature control. Changes and also that yeah. it facilitates the to go into the wood. Into, you know, okay. We started in Nevada when we were we I was came from the vodka side of the industry. And yeah, I, I had a vodka brand, still do. Um, and so we were working out there. So our very first whiskey um, ever made, we we actually just bought the barrels and sent them out of state mm. until we could grow the brand to a certain. It was brand new, so we were trying to grow the brand and get the numbers up, yeah. so that we could get. Um, 
to the minimums uh, required to work out of Owensboro. So in 2020, about two and two, almost three years ago now, we started working with them, you know, graining class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go out to Owensboro and do the tour and all that at Green River, yeah. you can probably walk by where our stuff is aging. It's like there's a couple of different like um, buildings mm-hmm. that they work out of. That one has a bunch of uh, steel tanks, drums, totes. Some of that stuff's probably yeah. filled and aging with our uh, oak built, you know, okay. going on that process in there. And it's hot. It's very hot. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's always and cool at night too. Like, so, yeah. but, you yeah. know, someone they always talk about. To, you know, I find it funny because they, they say heat and sunlight uh, will wreck bourbon in a bottle, right? But then I'm going, I'm going. Uh, last time I checked, warehouses where they store the bottles, you know, when they that stuff, uh, they don't ship the bourbon in refrigerated semis so and then it goes to a warehouse and i guarantee you most of the warehouse aren't uh, you know then it comes to the air-conditioned store yeah but you know bourbon has uh or or whiskey has the ability to absorb the different heats considering that's how it was made in the first place yeah i can withstand i mean i wouldn't leave a bottle of bourbon open in the sun for a month and, and uh and expect it to not you know taste exactly the same but Definitely, as long as the bourbon's sitting in your house, yeah. you're pretty much going to be fine. It's not like wine where you don't want to leave wine. I believe it's 80 degrees for three hours. It's kind of a cutoff before you start to cook it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I think one of the only fights I've ever had with my wife was she turned the AC off for a weekend out of town, and we came back, and it was like 85 or 90 in the house. And I'm like, babe, just cooked all the wine. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you got wine in the house. You can't. You got to leave it at seventy-eight. If you have yeah, wine. Yeah. You can't really. You don't have a choice. Uh, and it's not if it's not in a wine fridge, obviously, which it wasn't. So right, right. You still the, find one of those bottles. Usually, and, the wine fridge has the stuff you're going to drink. You yeah, know, not the stuff you have stored. And like you, oh coming God. from California, <laughs> it makes sense that we got a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. we're wine drinkers. We drink, we drink everything. We drink. Rum, gin, tequila, mezcal, wine, beer, pretty much everything but IPAs, I would say. Probably not my number. That's probably my, the last on my list, but yeah. I'll drink it if it's, if it's hot <laughs> enough and I'm thirsty. I'll drink an IPA. Okay. So, so how did you get into this? Uh, it all started with the vodka brand. Back in 2012, I quit my job and said, I'm going to start a, a vodka company and uh, set up shop in my grandmother's garage. She kind of put me up in there and... I was there for two years, uh, no paycheck, nothing, just going in deeper and deeper into debt, uh, trying to start a vodka brand. And then in 2015, I got some investors and started getting out of debt and getting paid and you know, moved out of uh, grandma's and, and out of my parents and was kind of switching between the two and got got my life started, you know? Yeah, I was all awesome. at the age of uh, 24. Wow. So I'm 33 cool. now, so it's been uh, nine and a half years, yeah. Great. So that's uh, that's a, that's awesome. I mean, those are the kind of you know. It's funny because you got the, the the brands that have you know the eighteen hundreds, and then they're talking about you know Elijah Craig. He started it. Seventh generation. Yeah, family. like whatever. Yeah. But, but at the same time, at one point, they were they were doing it out of their barn. Yeah. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? And they were twenty four, and it was you know. So it's the same thing. So then yeah. you're looking at the beginnings. Although when you're when everything goes down, we'll all be in the ground. But yeah. you know, no, I mean not from the point of history when it's all written. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of cool. It is fun. Uh, you know, it's something I hope um, 
I hope my family, if this brand stays in the family and, and we, I can hold on to it. Um, I love my family to work in this business and, and be a part of this industry. It's a, it's a phenomenal industry, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's friendly. Everyone, yes. everyone's out to help each other. It's it's collaborative. We don't, you know, I'm collaborating with another distillery now on a project, and we're going to do some cool stuff. And you see, like, you know, it's, I think one of the things that I've been saying about this year is 2022 is going to be and has kind of been the year of collaboration. So whether it's um, you know, uh, Heaven's Door and Red Breast, or um, Leopold and uh, uh, Deco, or you know these combination products. I love seeing that. It's really, really fun. And so we're trying to do that with wineries, breweries, and distilleries. We kind of well, collaborate well, across the board. It's really cool. The the winery, no, I mean the brewery, gets the barrel, the bourbon barrel, I'm okay. ages sure. the beer in the bourbon barrel, and then the bourbon company gets the barrel back and ages the bourbon in the barrel. Oh right? yeah, it's just back like, and forth it's, and yeah. back and forth. And I've not, seen although that. that's not bourbon, it's whiskey though and I think with what's coming up, you know, as we keep going forward in this, uh, especially with what's happening with the barrels, we're going to see more and more American whiskey, which is bourbon except for a, a used barrel or whatever. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of that's still a market that's even barely touched. Yeah, we're doing some American whiskeys that are not bourbons. That you know, we had a 85 percent corn, 15 percent rye mash bill that was seven year in a used barrel. Never saw a new charred oak. So you know, way lighter than our our younger stuff that's only two to four years old. So seeing the the um, the color differentiation. Scotch, the one gives you like a scotch. Yeah, you see a ten, twelve year old scotch, and it's super yeah. light. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, How old is this expression? Two yeah. four. You want to tell us, four, tell yeah. us about this? Yeah. So you guys are it all drinking. Drink like yeah. No, Not that's at all. the process. I'll pour a little bit. <laughs> it has just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, pour it. Pour some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I've been drinking it already. So it's past noon. There you go. So this is our rye. We call this our heresy rye. And the story, the reason I brought this one over for the story of it is when we started, um, we, you know, we sourced some bourbon and then we started getting into the, the idea of let's take this and let's make it. Um, let's make it at, with a new distilling partner. And so the first couple of people we talked to, one of them had actually said to us, well, you can't do that. That's kind of heresy to, to take barrels and smash them up and then put wood in the whiskey it's the other way around whiskey goes in the wood not wood in the whiskey and i said well you know what i don't want to do what everyone else is doing i want to do it my way yeah. and yeah. i said you know what i like the name heresy so we were working on the rye concept for year two and we we called it our heresy rye so this is they a, told they told you they can't do it yeah so this is a not that the best yeah. when someone's oh. they, they say no and then you do it and then yeah. you rub their face in it a little yeah, bit like this Damn delicious. Yeah, damn delicious. Uh, <laughs> what an amazing really yeah. Nice. Uh, this Maybe is uh, Massive is Jacob Call over at Green River. Um, and this has got uh, 95% rye, 5% malted barley, and the Oakville is the 40% French oak, 40% ex bourbon barrels on the rye, and then uh, 20% sherry. So there's a little sherry in there as well. So, that's where those light, just, light fruits are coming through. Like, yeah. So I'm not a fan of, um, I, I always tell everybody this. Over and over. Right, rye, with that, that are celery vegetable kind of, and then that type of rye. Yeah. But I like the chocolate mint. 
And yeah, but yeah. this isn't chocolate mint. This is just straight chocolate. Where I'm just picking up a ton of chocolate. I get a little sherry on the nose too. Though. I get yeah. that. I get that. Well, more like a, a chocolate um, candy, like like that, like. See, and I get more, just like a warm toast, some like uh, bread, you know. Yeah, that's that's that grainy bread. bread. It goes, yeah. milk like dud on the front, and then dark chocolate to me on the back with a little sherry yeah. on the finish. Yeah, we get more sherry our on American, the yes. Our American single malt is, if you think this is chocolatey, you'll you'll be melting, drowning in chocolate mm -hmm. if you try so our single malt. So I have to buy one of those. Uh, well, we don't have any to sell, but we do have one here that you can taste. I would love to do that. Yeah, we were pouring some we'll some fun stuff at our booth. Yeah. yeah prior to, you know, I was a, a Chardonnay drinker. Okay. I love to taste millions of different Chardonnays and, you know, yeah. I like the oakier versions, but not too oaky so that they get kind of, you know, bitter on the finish. So this has a really nice balance of the Very well balanced. Oh, yeah. A little bit of spice, not so much that yeah, that's the fries you all the way down your esophagus. It, yeah. It's nice and warm and huggy, but... Uh, that light sherry just complements that spice. But there's great spice spicy notes in the palate are really nice. Yeah. I can say, honestly, so well, this is one of the better... Yeah, so that's... This is one of the better rides I've tasted. I yeah, mean, honestly, very I'm, not just, I'm not just saying because you're on the mm. podcast. No, I mean, and I'm not... Yeah, and I, like I mean, I, I have a store I killed. This is, this is delicious. Yeah, this runs about... 35 bucks a bottle. Wow. Yeah, That's so a great price. And uh, it's 105 proof. 105 proof, 52.5%. I like the body. I mean, it kind of gets the mouth feel. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's very. That's it? 35 bucks a bottle? Yeah, it's a very, very approachable uh, Jeff's, price point. Jeff's just doing the meth in his head, see if he's got $35. <laughs> I don't want to pay him. I got nothing. No, I got it. He's bourbon poor. He's bourbon poor. Yeah. I mean, we hear it from the boss. Yeah, there you go. Get a six million dollar loan from the bank. I could get a thirty-five from, from this. From thing. the Roxy, yeah, the yeah. bank of Roxy. Yeah. <laughs> you might not like the terms. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you want to get out, or do you? Well, yeah, I definitely hope uh, everyone listening has a chance to. Sign up for our mail letter. That's where all the news about new releases, us, you know, where we're going to be, what events we're going to be at. Maybe there's something we're doing. You know, we were at the Wisconsin Whiskey Festival two nights ago. Um, so, Bourbon on the Banks? Bourbon on the Banks. Like, like if you want to get updates to where we're going to be, sign up for the newsletter on our, just on our website. You're going to Bourbon on the Banks, right? So, it's uh, brokenbarrelwhiskey.com. And then also follow us at Broken Barrel Whiskey. We also make tons of announcements check our stories I don't always post a, a photo or a video necessarily but I always put up I can get a story out real fast all day long so we get stories up that have a lot of information links where to buy certain items if, there's, if you're looking for some of the rarer more obscure releases like our honey smoke or our luciferous single malt uh, which are two of our most recent releases for this quarter um, and then we'll have a couple more coming out in the fourth quarter uh, that's that's what's going on. So yeah, check us out. Follow us. Uh, we look forward to 
you know, making new friends, new fans, yeah. and drinking with more people. Yes, absolutely. Great. Uh, we loved having you on. It's, it's like we yeah, this is. Uh, it. It's yeah, been a while. Talking about it. It's like, yeah, so, right. I, I mean, I've tasted. I've cheers. tasted. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, there's cheers, nothing. Like yeah. 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 I'm on number two, and it's gone. So www. for all things that are Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Then also we are all social media. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, yeah, you plus, know, you know it's good rivalry. Check out our Tiny store so you can yeah, get yeah, some yeah. green <laughs> glasses, uh, t-shirts, yeah. other swag. Yeah. So this is all done. This, I mean, the process sounds weird to me, but this is delicious. <laughs> yeah. It sounds trust the process. To me. Trust yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you should see. Like, I've been listening to different like just, just podcasts. Just watch the smashing. Just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the, like, smashing. the smashing. Watch I mean, yeah. it. Just yeah. makes you want to just smash. So when they he, he he played on this one, they're at the point where they're doing. But he played the smashing down. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah, we get yeah. into the smashing. Yeah. You got to hear like the unofficial anthem of ours is probably like Limp Bizkit break stuff or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of the, the vibe. If I had to explain it in a song, it would be break stuff. Like, nah, <laughs> going strong. So but that's our that's our brand. That's our vibe. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah very, very cool. cool and awesome vibe. And we'll awesome. let yeah. little Stevo take us out. Cheers. 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 Thanks for coming on. Yes. I'm empty. Yes. Oh, show me the way to the next really good. whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. The long reach from the outside. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.